So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 56 for May 29th, 2016. This week I have with me a very special guest. Not really special, but he's not here as much as Aroa. So, uh, Parallax Abstraction, also known as Jerry Corcoran. I'm special in quotes. Yes, you know, he is that special. Kind of special. <laughs> Isn't it special? And we do have yeah, Andrew cool. Aroa McFain. Yeah, I just mowed. Oh, you probably smell like grass. I actually really love oh, these. Oh, I smell awful. I love the smell of cut grass. I don't know. I'm I mowed weird. yesterday, but it's also like almost 40 degrees Fahrenheit, Celsius in this town right now. So it, yeah, it was not, almost 40 not degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, almost 40 Fahrenheit. No, it's way hotter than that. Uh, I'm Nathan Reeton Spruth, the host. Uh, let me talk. Uh, first, let's do the you know games that we've been playing. So, uh, Parallax, what games have you been playing this last week? Um, well, I've been super stupid busy the last couple of weeks, so I haven't gotten to play too much, but I, uh, I finished Doom this week, which, I mean, you know, people don't need me to say much about Doom. All the critics have said it. Doom is fucking awesome. Uh, it was a really, really pleasant, uh, pleasant experience. So I'm, uh, I'm probably going to try to do an ultra nightmare run of it at some point. I had a, a really good time with that. Um, I decided I got the um, <clears throat> the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection for PS4 for Christmas last year. So that's the sort of remaster of the first three games, um, which I played those back on the PS3, but I decided to go through them again on PS4 before I started Uncharted 4, um, which has been really good because they, they look better and they all run at 60 frames a second uh, in that version, which has uh, been quite pleasant. Uh, those games are still Those games are still pretty good. And yeah, at twice the frame rate, they're even better. Um, and I'm going to be doing, I might do it tonight, depending how my voice is once we're done recording, but I've been, um, I've, I've gotten a bunch of review codes lately. So I'm trying to get caught up on that stuff for my channel. I haven't had any voice for almost two weeks as people can kind of still tell. So I haven't been able to record much, but, uh, I got a review code for Omnibus, which just came out, which, uh, <laughs> you're you welcome. Yeah, we chatted with the devs of that game a little bit, and uh, I I barely played it, so I don't have much to say on it so far, other than it's really weird, but <laughs> weird in a kind of endearing, arcadey kind of way, which I like. Uh, so I'm gonna have something coming on that, and I'm I'm gonna be doing a video soon on this also really weird thing that came out. It's called Thirty Thirty Death War Redux. Uh, and it's basically, so 3030 Death War was a game that came out in 2007 from, from, it was made by two people. It was a little indie sort of open world space adventure thing. And then they did an updated version of that. And now they've done another update to it, which is this Redux version, uh, that's in, technically it's in early access now, I think, but it's mostly complete. Um, but it's weird. It's an, it's sort of one of those, uh, it's kind of like the old, like wing commander, uh, privateer games or something like that, where you're like a freelancer, you know, you can fly around, you can take missions, you can go deliver stuff, you can trade goods, you can mine, you can hunt bounties, things like that. Uh, but it's a, it's a top down game. So it has a look, I don't know if anybody played space pirates and zombies, but it has a, uh, it, it kind of has a gameplay kind of like that. Um, and it's really weird because it has a graphic style that's very 16-bit. It actually looks like a, it kind of looks like an Amiga game, 
Um, but it also has a very, very uh, deep soundtrack. Like it has a, a soundtrack with a ton of different songs in it. Um, that's actually really good. It's it's surprisingly endearing. It's actually a fun little sort of open world space sort of uh, pirate thing. Uh, I'm gonna probably do a video on that in the next day or two. I've actually I played it a bit, a fair bit, and uh, not everyone's gonna like the production values, but it's pretty. I, I've been enjoying it. It's a it's it's good if you're into that kind of like chart your own course sort of space game. Nice. That's I mostly do. what it's been this week. I'm hoping to play a lot more stuff over the next couple of weeks. I do like uh, space sims, so. I, I yeah. might like that. Um and yeah. and Aurora, what games have you been playing? Uh what's that mean Overwatch? Yeah, that's what I was uh, Oh yeah, that too. I played that <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. As did everyone. Yeah, I saw you playing yeah. it yesterday and you didn't invite me. Thanks. Um Oh, I didn't see uh actually you're not, not on you. my Blizzard friends list. I'll have to fix that. No, it was me. It was Aurora. He's mm. a he's a jerk. Um yep. have you played anything? Too. Oh, you've been playing Counter Strike? Yeah, I play it at work because it's like the only decent game. Go or old, older Counter Strike? Go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. But it, it runs on my laptop at work, and it gives me <laughs> a distraction. Oh, That's see, nice. I can't play games at work. My my boss is, has a really good firewall. Uh, so I was oh. gonna say it's nice that your work actually enables you to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's because my workplace is um, shit. So, you know, <laughs> it they're, is. they're 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 a joke all of their it is a joke so um there you go <laughs> we we should play over i'm actually getting really good with roadhog so oh really uh i'm i had a 71 percent hook accuracy today <laughs> damn so that's all right yeah i'm i'm the, the, we were playing yesterday. So the game I've been playing, obviously, is Overwatch and Rocket League. Uh, so mm. in Overwatch, for some god-awful reason, we went up against a team. And I thought most, like there are some games that they limit how many people you can have with the same character. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, this match, they didn't. So that we, had, we were against four McCrees. Yeah, oh. um, I've actually played on... A team made up entirely of Soldier Seventy Six. Um, it doesn't wow. work. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, we did a bunch of us from work were playing the other night, and we played an entire team of uh, of Winston's just to freak the other guys out. <laughs> I, I would Which was do pretty fun for about five, about two minutes, and then they caught on. And all right, this doesn't work no more. Yeah. Um. So the first match, it, it worked really well for them. They they were doing pretty decent, and my team died a lot. And but then mm. it went into round two and three. And they were, I don't know, they were mocking me for playing Roadhog when I was bitching about them playing all McCree. And I was like, I will switch my character once you have less than two people on your team playing McCree. And they didn't. Like, they, I think the lowest they went to was three people. So, but McCree's really, <laughs> McCree's really easy to take out if you're Roadhog because you just hook and then shoot them in the face. And yeah. Yeah. so they died a lot. Um, so we ended up winning, but if you're listening and you play Overwatch, don't be the same fucking character unless you have a team of six Reinhardts. <laughs> you're, you're basically, yeah, exactly. Like the game, it's fun to do that sometimes, but like the game's not built for that. So like no. you're, you're going to lose pretty quick if you stack with any one character. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's designed a, around variety. Uh, yeah, but other than that, I'm also getting pretty decent at Rocket League. Uh, uh, I've taken John's advice mm. 
and started doing a lot more aerial stuff. So, so doing getting pretty good at that game. It takes a lot of practice, but it's invaluable when you get good at it. Yeah, yeah I'm. You can if you can consistently do aerials, and you're like top tier. I'm mediocre at aerials. Like I can I can consistently hit the ball. I just can't always get it in with the aerials. But I can I can usually hit the ball if it's up in the air. Um practice makes perfect. Exactly. It's true. So let's talk about some Overwatch stuff. Uh this is number four in our list there, but uh th- that's not really an order of what I want to do. So uh Overwatch porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently people have been taking the assets from Overwatch and uh, redoing them so that uh, the girls gobble on balls. That's so yep. fun thing <laughs> I learned when reading up on this story the other day. Apparently, and I had no idea this friggin' course it is. Apparently, there are communities of people who do this with assets from just about any popular video game. That's yes, a row is part of that. It was group. like, hey, here's ah. uh, you know you know booker and elizabeth porn from bioshock infinite i was like oh, of course yeah. that's a thing that exists yeah that's... yeah the guy the guy that made um the guy that made that you know headed up bioshock infinite was like please stop making porn of them please stop. <laughs> yeah i remember yeah ken levine said something about that like he was like i can't stop you but i'd really rather you didn't do that <laughs> so it yeah. it's it's horrifying so yeah. apparently overwatch the creator's Blizzard has been doing uh, DMCA notices over yeah, the assets like they've been being getting stolen. legal on this shit. <laughs> Which is uh, kind of making me mad. Okay, so why? Why? I don't really care. I see. I, I can. I can see they're taking the the direct assets now. If they were if they were redoing it all themselves and creating the characters, but. Like if they were rendering themselves and everything, I could understand the whole fair use thing. But Mm-mm. right now, I'm saying if they're actually ripping the the characters from the game and using them, I could see them using the assets and kind of being uh, in so that legal gray area. Interesting point of order with that that I'm very curious about. Like one would think that when these games are built, that most of these asset files are put together encrypted. Like, how are they even getting the assets out of the game to the degree where they can actually manipulate them in such a detailed way? Is what I want to know. All <laughs> right. What do you want? All right, I'll um, do it. So basically, for one, uh, they're not encrypted typically. Um, really? If yeah, if anything, they're shoved into a big pack file, but. To be able to send out uh, a game like this where you'd have to decrypt everything on the fly every time the game is run, oh. that would be unreasonable. And I was also would say be completely too much CPU usage, probably. Yeah. Or at least your load times would be ridiculous and it would be a complete waste of time because all somebody has to do is go into memory, active memory, and pull it Find out. Find the key. Um, yeah, I guess that's so, true. So, along with that, um, as far as getting the assets, there are tools out there that have existed for years that can pull this kind of stuff out. And really, if you're dedicated enough, you can go in bite by bite and find something that looks like the header of some kind of typical model file. Because every game, every big game developer uses the same like three tools to model. And everything. that's what I was going to say that probably makes it easy is almost all 
probably created in yeah one of a handful of popular tools so yeah yeah uh that stuff makes it makes it really easy to do it i mean i've been able to pull a lot of data out of games whenever i've wanted to do like a I, I, I used to have a thing where I liked to redo voice clips in games because I'm a narcissistic piece of shit. Um, well, you like but, to put your own voice in them? Yes. I, <laughs> I, uh, I actually went through all of Sonic Adventure 2's dialogue and uh, transcripted every single line uh, in the game after I went through this horrific process of finding the actual uh, development tools that they used for the game in this zip file on a Chinese website that hadn't been updated <laughs> since like 2004. And I found that so that I could decrypt the audio files so that I could do that. And wow. there's a text file somewhere on my computer, not a text file, it's an Excel file, somewhere on my computer that is every single line of dialogue in Sonic Adventure 2. And it has... The line that they say and the character that says it and the name of the file. And wow. Yeah. Aurora? Like, that's something. Yes. I, I worry about you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the annoying part was that there was already that on the Sonic Wiki for the original Sonic Adventure. And the original Sonic Adventure is easy to do audio mods for because everything is just a WAV file on the PC version. No, like, so they didn't even do, they didn't even try that hard to obfuscate them from people no and it's also it was also probably a matter of uh with the with those pc port of sonic adventure 2 um they literally just took like the dreamcast or the gamecube assets and just put them on, you, on the uh copy and paste in a way you yeah. go you didn't start a a sonic fan fiction did you no no i just um that's really a crowded market the... to be fair yeah, I just that's... really liked the idea of of doing a a, a dub because I was part of of like a fan dub scene for a long time. You you saw that anime I was in? Oh, uh, your voice acting was pretty good. It was okay. I'm. <laughs> I would. I would hate uh, myself if I put out something that terrible nowadays. But the um, you are the best in that in that anime though. Yeah, and, and that's also not saying much considering <laughs> you've got i'm an old man uh, i'm the principal <laughs> of this school i'm not 14 doing an old man voice <laughs> it was oh, it man. was fantastic was um but so in so, regards to the story yeah porn um, let's talk about more about yeah, porn. i mean the, the thing that i will say is you know blizzard <clears throat> might be very legally within their rights to do this if people are using their assets but all they have done is because of course every clickbaity game site wrote about this all they've done now is taken the fact that there is overwatch porn from a very niche community of people and got told everybody hey guess what there's porn of all these you know, hot looking female characters in this game available now. So they've all of a sudden made the interest in this a lot bigger. So people are going to try even harder to make more of it and just hide it better. And also, I would like to point out that um, look at all of the uh, content on the internet for World of Warcraft and uh, Hearthstone that are direct rips either from the screen or because in Hearthstone, I mean, what are you going to do with that other than, you know, screen recordings? But yeah, it's all it's all directly taking Blizzard's IP. Right. But they have specifically singled out this porn scene 
even though, in my opinion, it is equally fair use because it's transformative work, but it, they are singling it out because they don't like it. And I think well, that's uh, they think that they do think it's tarnishing their image. I'm sure that's the main reason they're doing it is because they is the game's image in some regard. But I, I mean, you, you, I think you could say the same thing about the variety of World of Warcraft porn that's out there. And I don't see them taking down all the deviant arts that are doing that. Yeah. It's it like is weird that they chose they're trying to, to protect up on this with regards to Overwatch specifically. Yeah, I think it's it's them trying to, if it is you know, a matter of them not wanting to tarnish the Overwatch name, um, then it, it's, it, I mean, that's that's what it is, is that they have a new franchise and they don't want people to associate it with this porn shit. So Arella, even though, which of course more like people said, are now going to do because they've made everyone. Yeah, what is that thing that's, the Streisand effect? Arella, yeah. I want you to do something for me, okay? Mm-hmm. So this next week, I want you to write an article on my website. Top ten Overwatch porns. I mean, mm. I've I've seen a lot of it. Number four will <laughs> shock you. <laughs> yeah. It's actually I mean, it's uh, Winston. Yeah, I, I've like I've seen a couple of them too. Mm. When I heard the story came out, I was like, so what are people up in arms about? Oh, that's what it is. Okay. There's a lot of fooda. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Um I so here's my my problem. Uh and and it has nothing to do with this. I don't care. It does have to do with Pornhub, though. People need to stop releasing trailers on Pornhub uh, because I can't watch are those at work. Yeah, people are doing it with, like, Fallout 4 and stuff. They released the Fallout 4 trailer. They leaked it to Pornhub. And I was like, oh, the Fallout 4 trailer. I can't watch that because <laughs> I was at work. Oh, yeah. And it would be really... Uh... Hmm. It'd be really well, awkward. Pornhub doesn't have an automated DRM system like yeah. YouTube does. So it'd be oh, really I awkward. Guess that's true, eh? It'd be really awkward for me to go up to my boss and be like, "Hey, can you unblock this site for like ten minutes?" Please? I just want to watch this one trailer. <laughs> yeah, Fallout is not a euphemism for anything. It's a video. <laughs> yeah. So no matter what you may think, um, the balls out four trailer. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, uh, anyway, the, I think it's, I don't really care either way. I can see both sides. I can see how they're trying to protect their IP, but I can also see that technically it would be within fair use because it's not taking, it's not like they're taking the game and posting the entire game up there. They're taking part of the game and making a video out of it, which people do on YouTube all the time. And yeah, I, I, I mean, genuinely I, think I, that that's... the fact is they've done like they've 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 hugely empowered and emboldened this Overwatch porn scene now by giving it so much attention. Like they know, like a ton more people know about it now than did before, and that's just going to make people want to make more stuff and just make it so they'll just host it on sites where it's not easy to take it down or or something like that. You know, like they they they've they've only made it worse. And I was serious, mm-hmm. by the way. What? What? About you making that top ten list. Oh, all right. I mean <laughs> just put an age I mean, age gate in front of it. I have the the uh plug in to put an age gate. You know, just download I'm all the videos. I'm gonna warn you, it's gonna be like all download all the videos, put them on a put them on a you know chair somewhere and uh... <laughs> it's all gonna be FUDA stuff, is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm into, so Oh, okay, that would do it. Okay, I'm fine with that. Top 10 Overwatch food porn. Right there. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, let's move on. You didn't want to know that about me, but now you do. Uh, I know a lot of random <laughs> stuff about you, Aura, and your sex <laughs> and your sexual preferences. <laughs> well, there you have it. I, lo- I know a lot more about you than I really, I really cared to know. Learn all kinds Most of things on the podcast. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about No Man's Sky, uh, mm. or as my friend says, No Man's Game. It has been delayed. No man's and, release date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been delayed yeah. until what? August 9th is what they said. Yeah. Not a super long delay. Just a no. few, just a, a, a month or a couple of months. A couple months. Yeah. And it's, it's been reportedly delayed. Um, uh, this was, it was a picture taken from GameStop. Uh, basically they, they yeah. changed the pictures from like June 21st to coming soon. Uh, they yeah, so and the developer confirmed it. Yeah, the developer oh. ended up confirming that that it has been delayed, which is part of me is very upset that it's been delayed because I'm like I really want to play that game, but my uh, wallet is actually really happy. So mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to delays in most games like this, I always take the philosophy of do it right, not fast. Yes, but you're not part of the internet. <laughs> well, that's the problem, yeah, I guess. So, I suppose. Okay, so the internet went internet all over this and started sending death threats to the uh, to the developers. Uh, because and, you know, if the developers are dead, that'll make the game come out faster. Somebody, somebody <laughs> actually. It looks like somebody. I, I have a Destructoid article here. It looks like somebody actually sent a message to the Destructoid staff saying, "Your little article about No Man's Sky being delayed has made me hate you to my very core. It's the only thing I live for, and you go to write that bullshit about a delay instead of visiting London later this month. I think I'll come by and say hi to you and fuck you up. You think you can get away with this that easy? Making fun of a Reddit page also sounds like you have a death wish. We will." find you be afraid human we are coming for you really fucking god damn it (laughs) (laughs) oh i hate people god damn it i hate people you know that like a lot of these are like kiddos that are fucking hiding behind the veil of anonymity but right this whole thing like this is stupid what are you it's so fucking stupid uh, Sean like Murray. a game that no one has played and is barely seen yet. They're upset that it won't be out until, you know, until slightly later, so that it can it can hopefully not suck. Like right. fucking what? Come on. So Sean Murray has taken to Twitter as well, saying, "I have re- also, by the way, probably one of the nicest guys in video games." Oh, look, have you talked to him? Or is I haven't just- talked to him, but I've just seen interviews with him, and he just seems like the most humble, like. He is super chill. Yeah. He like, seems like the coolest dude, you know, like not not the type of pretentious small dev at all, like just a really nice guy. Yeah. So he he goes on Twitter to say, I have received loads of death threats this week, but don't worry. Hello Games now looks like a house from home alone. Tell me when it's safe to remove the marbles and See, oil from then, the stairs. He was cool about it. <laughs> yeah. He was chill about it. He, he didn't he was he didn't turn it into a Patreon pitch. He was just like, "Hey, I got a bunch of death threats." that cute yeah and then he gets he gets what the internet's about right yeah then he says well tell me when it's safe to remove the marbles and oil from the stairs it's getting really (laughs) cumbersome and i need the toilet like he just you're a good dude sean murray (laughs) like some people would have would have went online and 
thrown uh, Phil Fish would have been like, nope, it's canceled. Fuck it. I'm done. Yeah, uh, Phil Fish or any other number of indie devs these days who I won't give credit by naming. I mean, any number of people would have turned this into a massive, like, basically PR opportunity or self-promotion opportunity. Right. But... You know, and he was just like, no, yeah, this shit happened. Whatever. I got a game to ship. Games games get delayed. I I honestly would have... Games are fucking hard to make, yo. They are. (laughs) I would have been surprised if it didn't get delayed. Like yeah. I would have been surprised I, I if predicted, it released on actually time. in one of my bold predictions for this year on my blog I predicted that No Man's Sky uh actually wouldn't ship this year. So oh. I don't know maybe that's not going to happen but this delay like when I saw it I wasn't shocked in the slightest. Yeah, it's I'll, a fucking game being made by like nine people. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge game and I am perfectly content with it being 2 months later if that means the game's going to be complete. And fully playable, yep. and it'll give me time to get my 1070. Yeah, get it, get it right. Don't get it fast. I, I, a game like this is that's, you know, very clearly trying to, it's, it's not creating a new genre, but the way in which it's approaching a a genre, you know, one of my favorite genres ever. The way in which it's approaching it is very, uh, very different, and it's trying to do something, you know, very unlike anything else. Like, yeah, like take the time you want to get it right, because if you fuck it up, you know, it no one may be able to try it again for a long time. This kind of reminds me of um, it, it. It's not not even a similar situation. It just, for some reason it sprung a, a memory back. So remember when fallout two released, um, fallout two on the Xbox, was it the three, was it on the 360? It, no, well, fallout two never came out on not fallout, not fallout two. I mean, I'm, I'm meaning uh fable two, sorry, not fallout two. Oh yeah. Okay. Fable two. So that fable was a 360 two, game. Yeah. Uh-huh. So fable two was released and it, they're like, okay, so it's going to release on X date. I can't remember the date. It's going to release on X date, and we are going to uh, have a patch two to three weeks in that will allow you to have multiplayer because we won't have the multiplayer finished by the time it's released. And then the game got delayed by two weeks. So, Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. And so... Uh, it, it's yeah. when you try to rush games out, it, I would have just been, I would have been fine just saying, Hey, just delay the game by a month and have everything in the game that should be in the game. But they wanted yeah. to rush it out and then they still ended up delaying it by two weeks. So the multiplayer yeah. was released the day that it was, that the game was released, but you had to download it as a patch. It wasn't on the disc. Yeah. So, uh, and, and similar thing. I I don't know. Do you guys watch a Guru, Guru Larry? I do not. Years. Um. So he's been doing uh random fact hunt videos, and apparently Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five, I think, is the new one, newer one. Yeah, that's the newest one. That was yeah, uh, <laughs> a hot mess. Yeah. So it was released, and apparently. They had to release it on the la- they they released it on the last day that Activision or yeah Activision had the contract Activision. that had the contract to release a Tony Hawk game, yeah. and so there's a I heard about this yeah there's a seven or eight gigabit gigabyte patch 
that you uh, that you have to download when you turn on the game. And you could think, man, this is a huge patch. It's actually the game. Pretty much. The get what shipped on the disc was basically just a launcher. It was just what a tutorial. The fuck? What? Yeah. 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 And they so they had they had not finished the game by the time they started printing. The game the had had a severely troubled development, and like it it came out like it was. There's a whole uh, series of conspiracy stories about that game, like how apparently uh, Activision, because it was the last game with the Tony Hawk license, and the rumor was I don't think this is actually true, but apparently Activision like wanted to burn the license so that no one else could take it from them, so they like that they purposely didn't give the developer enough time or money to make the game good. And uh, yeah, it was, it was pushed out way sooner than it should have been, which is why this whole thing happened. But it, it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. So the, what you get, if you buy a disc version of Tony Hawk pro skater five, all you get is the tutorial unless you download the rest of the game from their yeah. servers. You literally can't play it offline out of the box. Like right. you can't just put the disc in and play it. And since huh. and yeah. since Activision no longer has the license, they can't even release the full copy on a disc. Yeah. So so they cannot actually release a patched copy on a disc and try to sell that because they legally it will can't. always be that incomplete one. Yeah. And so it's mental. It's so ridiculous. It is. It's awful. So yeah. so yeah, we're okay with you delaying a game and making it good because those are two examples of games that weren't <laughs> delayed and were kind of shit. Yep. Fable. Yep. Fable two. I actually liked Fable two, but yeah, that had a that storied development as well. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I, you know, the internet, the internet's going to be the internet and I, I, you know, I, I think it's insane, you know, the, the level of, you know, a supposed emotional investment people have in a game that has shown no real gameplay yet. And is only like, I, I hope no man's sky is good, but I'm still really skeptical of it because they haven't shown any real gameplay of it yet. And the only like journalists that were allowed to play it were only allowed to play it for like half an hour, which is basically not enough time to do anything in that game. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm really... I, I hope it's good. But at the same time, like the amount of investment people have in a game that has shown nothing but trailers, like fucking come on. I'm actually really looking forward to it. But uh... oh, I am, too, if it's good and I hope it's good. But like people who are going to give them death threats for delaying it, I'm like, you people don't even know what this game is yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, you you know, it's a space sim and that's about it. You don't know. I mean, they've shown a little bit of gameplay walking around on planets, shooting stuff, flying, yeah. but they haven't. It's not like it's a tried and no true cohesion game. to it yet. It's not yeah. like a. You know, here's why you're doing all this, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah. part of I think part of it is they really are trying to keep that mystique where they want the people to figure out how to play it and what they need to do. They don't want you to Yeah. It's like with when you buy a Call of Duty game, you know what you're gonna do. You're gonna not play the single player and you're just gonna hop into the multiplayer and, and <laughs> die a lot to twelve year olds. So I play I play the single player of the Call of Duties, but I do that with a purpose, so I'm I'm different. So anyone I'm who's normal, any yeah, anyone who's normal, <laughs> <coughs> yeah, uh, not, not crazy people, yeah, not crazy people, like they know what they're gonna do. They even in the single player, you pretty much know how it's gonna go, yeah, and yeah. 
and they kind of want to build a game where they that people don't know what they're gonna do. They don't have like one all the information from the get go, which mm-hmm. is something I'm interested in because I kind of like that figuring out how to play a game and stuff like that. Like you did when you were a kid when you brought a game home from Blockbuster and you're like, oh man, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, so excited <laughs> for this game. Oh no! Oh, disappointed. <laughs> Totally disappointed. Well, and the thing is as well, right? It's like with with No Man's Sky, it's very much, it's not unlike, I mean, it's on a grander scale, but it's not unlike that 3030 Death War game I talked about before is that it's it's very much a, uh, you know, it's not supposed to be a structured, I believe they call it emergent gameplay. It's not supposed to be structured. It's supposed to be, here's your ship, here's the universe, here's a bunch of mechanics for stuff you can do in that universe. Go do what you, you know, go have fun, basically. Go do what's fun for you. You know, we're not here to to give you a hyper-structured, hyper-linear thing. It's just, you know, here's a universe. Go do cool shit in it. Right. Uh, and which I find really appealing, but at the same time, it's also very hard to explain that to people. <laughs> I don't know how you're getting so many review codes. You must just be asking a ton of people. I'm not. Well, I, I, I am in some cases, and I'm is I'm just getting emails from people saying like, hey, here's a thing. And I'm like, but I, I, I'm I, I'm a nobody on YouTube, but thank you. Well, hey, Aurora and I are hoping you become a somebody and we can ride your coattails. That's uh, yeah, I mean, at I the very would, least I, I'm hoping they opposed to that, certainly. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm but, but if I can hit a thousand subs, I'd be extremely happy. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, well, we're doing our best to help you out. Uh, so, yeah, no, for sure. So who in this call is going to be getting... Uh, no Man's Sky, uh, what is it? August 9th now. I'm gonna wait for some footage. Maybe not necessarily traditional, like first impressions videos and that of it first. But you know, if it's good, I'll probably get it. You know, August 10th. Okay, so I'm probably gonna be getting it the day of. Hopefully, yeah. like I'm not gonna pre-order it because I pre-order almost nothing unless it comes with a big discount. But if it comes out and it's good, I'll be I'll be there from the. Yeah, it's it's now Aroa, I just want to know, is Parallax Abstraction cutting out for you as well? Constantly. Okay. Oh shit. Sorry about I think, that. I that, think it's Discord. I think it that might be. That might be because I'm using Discord for the first time. I was having internet problems wait, until wait, wait, very recently qu- too, but question, they should be resolved. Question, question, question. Did you download the app? Yes. Okay, good. Uh I wonder it might be because the server, but it no, might be the server. Um, it might be. I'm using the voice detection uh, feature as well instead of push to talk. It might be its sensitivity is too low. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's kind of iffy. Um, I don't know what it uses to determine because it, it's really obvious to me that these guys basically. It really looks like they took a lot of the source code from Mumble, and Mumble has mm. like three different ways to detect voice activity, and I think they're using the one that I don't like. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I, th- I think you were going to say that it it's not detecting your voice right or something, and I think it. Yeah, I was. Bad. I mean, I can put my I can sit closer to my mic and see if that helps at all. But uh, yeah, it's but it's it's cutting you out in the middle of sentences. Yeah, which it's doesn't weird. Make any sense yeah. to me? That is weird. Okay. Uh, and it's not. Yeah, cutting... It's literally the first time I've used it, so I might be able to tweak it some. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, you you might be better now. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, we, you can we can understand what you're saying. I just this is the most yeah, professional still, podcast, the most professional. Um, yeah, I get it. Let's one last thing that I've got, and then we have a couple more stories that uh, 
Aroa and Parallax Abstraction came up with. So mm-hmm. Microsoft is cutting 1,850-ish jobs because they're killing their phone business. Or are they, well, they sort of are. It it looks like, from what I've been reading about this, I mean, Windows Phone, which I actually used to use and liked quite a bit. It's just kind of a shame it never went anywhere. It's uh, It looks like Windows Phone, the OS, is going to stay around. It looks like Microsoft is basically just largely killing off their uh their phone hardware business so that the phone hardware business they bought from Nokia for a stupid amount of money, like not very long ago. Uh, it looks like that's what they're killing is they're largely going to stop making their own hardware. Uh, but it looks like windows phone, at least for now is going to keep limping along in some form, probably because windows 10 mobile is technically not even out yet. So I, I've never had a windows phone, but I'm kind of sad about this because I do like, uh, competition basically because right now we have android we have the ios and i think android (laughs) is kind of kicking ios's ass now just because of how in terms of market share yeah in terms of market share share, yes it is not profitability but in market share um and then windows phone has what like 0.5 percent if that they peaked at they peaked at I want to say it was like four and a half or five percent, but they're below one. They're 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 in the same level as BlackBerry now, which is under I think it's under half a percent market share. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And I yeah. it's a damn shame where, where I used to work. Uh, we actually switched from Blackberries to um, Windows phones before I got laid off, and uh, my girlfriend used to have a, a Nokia Lumia. She sadly, uh, she got rid of and went to Android, but, uh, it was like, it was a really good platform. It was stable. It was fast. It, the interface was actually really nice. If anybody just wrote software for it, it actually would have been a great platform, but nobody wrote software for it because they only had 4% of the market share that basically that was the problem they had. And Microsoft, I said for the longest time that what Microsoft should have done is they should have gone to a bunch of big developers and just went, here's money, make this so that, you know, we, we can say we have the most popular apps on our platform to pull people over. And they never really did that. Yeah. They did it with, with vine of, of yeah, all of, of all the things. fucking companies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I, I'm, I'm with you entirely. I actually just completely out of curiosity. I got, uh, uh, Windows Phone Go Phone um, for like 40 bucks on Amazon and tried it out for just a few days. And yeah, it is a really cool platform. Like, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt would be my chosen platform if it had anything on it. Yeah, um, that's the problem. Like, it got crazy. Uh, like the battery life was good. Like the phones were super efficient. Like, uh yeah, the, it ran really well. Like it, ne- it was stable. It never crashed. You know, and as much as I like my Nexus Five, uh, you know, I, I have lots of, you know, as you do with Android because it's open. I have a lot of weird problems with, you know, random things chewing up the battery or slowing the phone down or other kinds of weird crap like that. And Windows Phone was just very good at handling all that stuff. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was that was the type of phone that something like the Windows 8 UI that everybody hated. That's the type of device it was made for. Was mm-hmm. was something like that. And it and it really shined on that. And yeah, but nobody wrote anything for it. And yeah, a f- smartphone platform without apps doesn't really go anywhere these days. No, nope. it um, like it, it even had a, has a developer mode so that you can get into the 
the little mobile windows registry to screw with it if you want to. So it's, yep. it's got like the best of both worlds almost. And then, yeah, like you said, nobody made anything for it. The YouTube app uh, got updated like twice ever. And it was just a mobile, it, it, it was just a web browser. And the Facebook well, the problem app, was too, and this was rather funny is Microsoft and Google actually had quite a uh, public uh, kerfuffle about that. They basically had a falling out where Google uh, essentially said, yeah, uh, we're not going to develop stuff for you anymore. And we're not going to, uh, they basically didn't give Microsoft proper low level access to Google's applications. Uh, so, or to, to Google's APIs. So yeah, most Google stuff, like if you wanted to use even Gmail accounts or that on windows phone, it was basically done either via hacks or it, it, you know, it, it didn't use all the, the Google functionality that you get on other platforms. So yeah. The better YouTube apps on Windows Phone were all third-party apps that basically used hacks to access the site. Yeah, and uh, like the Facebook app was slightly more than a web browser, but basically a web browser. Like mostly, it, yeah. It, it was it, it was depressing because I liked everything about the the operating system, yeah. but it, if I can't if I can't do anything with the phone, it's not that useful. Yeah, and that's the thing. And they, the thing that's kind of sad about it is now that Microsoft, oh, he cut out platform. Oh, sorry. And the thing now is that now that Microsoft has that like UWP Universal Windows platform thing out there now, like they, the i the, their original idea with Windows Eight, which was people could develop an app that could run on you know a PC, a phone, and a tablet all at once, is actually coming to fruition. But now it's way too late for that to to that could have had the impact for windows phone that they needed, but they got it done so late that now it doesn't matter. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking was like, yeah. it, it sucks that they couldn't have done that alongside everything else and just kept yeah. the, like, just, just kept the, the windows phone brand, like just treading water for a while until they could get that out there. Because not only do I think that if, Microsoft could have maybe marketed it to partners better, the whole concept of having a unified app platform. And then on top of that, also portraying the benefits of having that on a PC. Like, I really think that it, it could have completely exploded the, the Windows phone market and, and everything about Windows mobile. But yeah. like, like you say, now it's... See, it's there's take no a real way they can recover from this now and android and ios are so entrenched that you know much like on on a lot of other platforms it's pretty much going to become a two-party system again i think and and i uh, i kind of yeah, hate that i i like the idea of three competing entities because yeah. i mean other people have tried that we uh i had a palm phone palm pixie uh i remember those and i actually yeah. really i actually really like the the web os is what i think it was called Yep, yep. I really like that operating system, but it died like instantly. HP um, fucked that up real good. Yeah, Dang. and then uh, you know, then we have Microsoft. They're dying. We're not. I don't. It's so expensive for somebody to come in and say, "Hey, I want to make this operating system and and make a new line of phones." Uh, the only one that I'm seeing, and it's not really getting any traction, is the Linux phones. Yeah, uh, and that, that's Ubuntu? a hardcore yeah. niche of enthusiasts only, basically. It's yeah. also terrible. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen somebody try to use one. I saw I saw an Ubuntu tablet, and even barring the fact that the the hardware it was running on was it was bad. Um, the whole interface is just it it's not very well thought out, and it's genuinely like like you were saying, like you said, it's for a really small niche. Yeah, of yeah. a group of people like yeah, uh, it, it kind of like how the Facebook or not Facebook, um, Firefox OS worked out. Like oh yeah, and even um, what was it or what is it? They have uh, it's it also runs Android apps, but it like has the ability to run HTML five or JavaScript apps or something like that, and they have their own phone. That they're coming out with i think it was a bunch of like uh like a conglomerate no it was um i, I was t- referring to the company they used to be on that uh that like the 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 phone os that used to run like symbian it was a bunch oh, of like, yeah, yeah, symbian yeah, yeah. no the x nokia thing yeah, yeah. um but then they then they made an OS after Symbian, and then uh, now they're on something else. I think it starts with a J. But mm-hmm. um, like going going along, with it, what I'm trying to get at is like you just can't <laughs> anymore, mm-hmm. and and you can't you can't rely on your operating system running like shitty little little web apps on the, on the phone and expect people to be okay with that whenever they have these rich experiences going on on other yeah. not to use marketing words but on other platforms right and that yeah. seems to be the only alternative anybody can present and then the other problem is is that you have these uh, walled gardens going on on both sides both Google and on Apple side because well most people whenever they're easier to, to get around that on Android but not well, it, they see that's what I was I was gonna say. Like, not just referring to the whole like app store thing, but the fact that once you put money into either side, it makes it harder and harder to justify trying to jump ship. Because right. if if you're on the Apple side and you've spent like fifty, a hundred bucks on apps, like you gotta buy all those again if you switch to Android. And yeah. That's a pain in the ass. And yep. Google has this down like hardcore because they also have all of these web services that they work okay on, on iOS, but they can be directly ingrained into your phone if mm-hmm. you if you use it on an Android device. Like their Google Photos platform, you can't automatically back stuff up to Google Photos on iOS. You have to open the app and, uh, and then it'll start backing things up. But if you yep. close the app because of the way that iOS works, after 10 minutes, it stops backing things up. Yeah. Ah, like, there's nothing we can do about that. So, nope. yeah. No, exactly. And the, these are all the things, right? And all of this stuff, which in many ways largely comes down to, in some cases, it's just the choice of how some people design their platform. In some cases, like what happened with Google and Windows Phone, it becomes a pissing match between two very large companies. You know, it's always the... It's the end user whose experience ends up suffering for that, which is frustrating. And yeah, like I just, I I don't like, like competition's good, but I don't like two-party systems. Like I don't like the fact that there's only two real choices for GPUs on PCs or processors on PCs or something like that. Because, you know, it, those two companies in theory are supposed to keep each other honest, but, you know, there isn't 
necessarily a lot of incentive to and if especially in the case of the pc space if one of those companies starts to severely lag like amd has you basically you know have a system where yeah there's two competitors but one is sort of running away with the market and that's not ultimately good for anybody and yeah i i do wish that even if windows phone was never the top dog i do wish it could have done well enough to continue to be a thing and to get some you know to get developers to want to invest in it yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah so it was a uh, sailfish os is what i was trying to think of oh weird there uh, okay yeah, uh, Jawa was the company. That's where I was getting the J from. Um, but yeah, they have they have their like little, basically web based applications that you can run on the native uh, Sailfish OS, and then mm. you also have uh, Android OS that it emulates uh, for app compatibility. Okay. So, I um, I I kind of like getting dying phones. I'm weird. Uh, mm-hmm. So I knew that the webOS was doing poorly. Bits. Huh? Interesting well, historical thing, you know, to do that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I bought the Palm Pixie, even though I knew the webOS was pretty much dead. Um, I got the Amazon Fire Phone. I had that for about six months. Like, I like well, buying... At least, at least with the Fire Phone, like... It was supported by the Amazon App Store, which just runs a bunch of Android apps. Right, exactly. Um, And so, like, part of me is like, I want to go and buy a Windows phone, (laughs) even though I know they're dying. Um, There are some unlocked Nokias you can get for, like, 50 bucks. Yeah, Mm -hmm. or or, um, uh, the BlackBerry phone, the... I think yeah. it was running on Android. They're one of their newer ones. The the Priv. Yeah, uh, it, was there. They're still making those actually, and apparently they're very good. People who yeah. actually say they're really good, but so, yeah, they they they're still making those. So there's a reason I want to get that, even but it's way too expensive. It has a physical keyboard. Oh, yep. you're talking about and, the Passport? Uh, no, or I think the it, Priv. Oh, that was the first one. The Priv is the new one, I think. Yeah, their their new one actually. Yeah, it, it has, has a, a keyboard as well. You slide up oh. the screen, and yeah. there's a physical. I was oh, a BlackBerry yeah, user. Yeah. I was a BlackBerry user for years and years. For uh, you know, well, I I used them when they were popular, and then my one of my old employers stuck to them for a long time before we switched them to Windows Phone. But uh, the yeah, I still miss that that physical keyboard. I can type. I was I could type so much better and more accurately on that than I can on any touch keyboard. It was it was it was great. Yeah. So. Uh, but I know the Priv are really expensive, and I don't think yes. Black... Uh, well, it runs on Android now, so yeah, it might it work. it is Android. Uh, since I use um, Consumer Cellular, which is the, the company I used to work for, uh, there for a long time, any BlackBerry phone, you could not get the uh, uh, messaging, like MMS or internet working on it because of the way that the Blackberries were designed. So yeah, because uh, they had to feed through they had to feed through RIM servers for security reasons, which yeah. always yeah meant the network had to have a partnership, which was always a weird thing. Yeah. So, but now yeah. that but now that they're running on Android, you might be able to get them running. Probably, uh, yeah. Let's let's move on to other people that are losing money. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let let Aroa talk about this since he's the one who actually brought this up. All right. Yeah. So, um, Rovio. 
uh, the company that nobody really gives much of a shit about anymore, but for some reason, and their one game, Angry Birds, is still really popular. Uh, no. They made a movie of Angry Birds, and uh, it's made $150 million worldwide. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's right? impressive. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It really it's actually, um, it's over double the cost of the of the film. Okay. Um, that's, so yeah, far, that's so an good. impressive margin. Yep. Uh, Smashing success, is, you might say. Problem <laughs> is, uh, Sony spent $400 million marketing the damn thing. Uh, so... <laughs> So that How do you that... spend four hundred million dollars to market something like what do you spend that much on? My God! Why don't you ask? Um, was it Act? Was it Activision? Activision owns Destiny, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, Destiny made money though. It did. Also, Destiny was an also Destiny was a new IP that nobody knew about. People know what the hell Angry Birds is. Yeah. Yeah. That. Too. And the thing was called the Angry Birds movie. It sounds like an easy sell to me. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It, I don't. It, I don't get it. If this like, would have came out like five years ago, it, it would have been fine. Yeah, like that. Because who gives a shit about any Angry Birds anymore? Like, it's still I, apparently quite popular. It's not like Candy Crush popular, but it still does really well. Yeah, which I, that also kind of blows my shit that Candy Crush is still like popular yeah. I, I don't know i don't it's get weird. the mobile game market at all i it just it is so not connected to my interest i just can't even begin to get it yeah I mean, i'll admit that i play uh candy crush well used to at least I've... i did up until i hit the point where like every 10 levels it's like you gotta share this on facebook and then three people have to join or you gotta pay money or you gotta and wait like, seventy two years. And yeah, then... yeah. Or wait a week, and I'm like, no, no. The only <laughs> and also whenever I had to hack the game to get lives, yeah, um, that was kind of dumb. I I I don't really uh, play mobile games. The only mobile game I really played within the last like five years was uh, Fallout Shelter, and yeah. I played that for like a week, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Like yeah. I play a very small handful of mobile games, most of which, heaven forbid, you actually pay money for and you know get the game. Yeah. Uh, but even those, it's just it's it's very occasional. Uh, so who here has seen they? They also let's let's be fair. When did this game or when did the movie come out? This was um, last week, wasn't it, or was it last week? This article was published on the twenty third. Okay. So probably like two weeks ago, almost. Okay. Oh, at least on one hundred and fifty million, it's probably been out for two weeks. Okay, so it, that... it, it was released on the thirteenth. So this was ten days after it released, and most movies kind of make their their full fucking like everything until like pre DVD release. They make all that like box office money within the first week. Well, or so. and and we also Usually, have to yeah. we also have to mention the fact that. It's not $150 million domestically, which is a lot of time yeah. what they talk about. They talk about, like, you know, this movie made $250 million in the United States. Oh, that's no. the international number? This is yep. the global ticket sales. Yeah, that they're not going to make their money back on that thing. No. <laughs> oh, boy. They, <clears throat> might, they might make some money. They might be able to... No, I was thinking maybe they could, like cut their losses and and kind of maybe oh. even out but 
I'm not even thinking with uh, DVD sales or anything. If I mean they'll they'll make some more of that back on on home video sales, especially yeah. since it's it's a kids movie. But yeah, I don't I don't think that's gonna see like. Yeah, it might lose less, but I don't see that turning profitable. And and, and looking oh. and looking up this story, okay, looking up the story and saying, oh, you know, uh, maybe I I was just looking for it before a row was able to find the, the this article he put in there. Uh, they're planning on an Angry Birds two. Oh, I'm sure yeah, they are. Right. They, they get, franchises like this get sequels greenlit before the first ones come out because they base it on projections. Yeah. But I bet since yeah. this movie did so bad compared to its projection, I wonder if that will get silently killed at one point. I don't think it'll be very silently. Like they're just gonna be like, "Yeah, we're done. Fuck it." They'll Fuck probably it. be like, "Nah, man, this we out." <laughs> well, and I mean, it's it's Romeo's own fault for putting so much effort into this one franchise and yep. not really doing anything else. Like you can't put all your eggs in one basket. And yeah, Angry Birds train. I, I mean, I know that it's still relevant enough, but it's for the most part pretty well sailed as far as I can tell. Oh, yeah. Like, it's um, not the hit it was, no. no. So even if they turned a profit, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't get a sequel. Like, say they made $300 million or or they made like $500 million, so they made $100 million off the whatever. They they made a little bit of money. Uh, they would probably mm. still kill the sequel, and I, I don't expect the sequel to actually be made. Uh, and the reason or for this, another, it'll be like a low budget direct to video yeah. sequel. Yeah. So there was another film made by Sony that I think it had a, I think it had a budget of 200 or $300 million and it only brought in $700 million. Okay. So it made over double the, um, the budget and everything, but they mm-hmm. still killed it off. That yeah. that was Spider Man Two, the Amazing Spider Man Two. Oh, and wow, that way that that did that well. Yeah, it did pretty well, but it didn't do like a billion dollars like they wanted it to. So instead of continuing on with their shared universe idea, which they were kind of gearing towards, they decided to let Marvel have some of the rights back to Spider Man. So oh, that's right. Yes, which, I heard I about mean, that. People seem to cream about it, so I guess that that's okay, I, worked I, out. Do, having watched the Captain America Civil War, I am very excited for um, the new Spider-Man movie coming out from Marvel because I think the kid that they got to play Spider-Man, uh, he he nails it both as both Peter Parker and as Spider-Man. Like he he does a phenomenal job. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if either of you have seen that movie yet, but like I, nope. I have not. The the actor who plays Spider Man did an amazing job. I was honestly very surprised because Tobey Maguire played a uh, he played a decent Peter Parker, not a very good yeah. Spider Man. Um, yeah, his, I agree with that. And then it was the flip for uh, Garfield because. Uh, he doesn't play a very good Peter Parker, but he was a pretty decent Spider-Man. And the mm. new kid is, first off, he is a teenager, which is surprising that they got somebody who isn't like 35 years old. And then, uh, you know, he just, he he nails it on, on all fronts. He's very, very good. I, I have to give him, him credit for being able to pull that off. Uh, anyway. Okay. 
so I'm actually very happy that The Amazing Spider-Man only made $700 million. Yep. I wish oh, I man. only had $700 million. Public companies are weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, go watch uh, the new X-Men and not fucking the Angry Birds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's Man. one other story I mean, to talk about. I, I said for the longest time back when Angry Birds came out, and that was at the height of the uh, games are going to kill off the console business and AAA is dead. Everybody's going to be playing mobile games in five years, blah, 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 that craze. Yeah. And I remember, <clears throat> I think I wrote a blog post at the time saying uh, that, you know, Angry Birds was basically a one hit wonder and that, you know, people didn't care about that game because it was made by Rovio. They cared about it because it was Angry Birds. And between this movie tanking and the fact that nothing, no, like Rovio was attempted to launch several new IPs since Angry Birds and none of them have been a hit. And like Rovio's laid off a bunch of people and downsized a fair bit in that. I think it's pretty safe to say that, yeah, that game was, uh, you know, that game was uh, basically a fad. And yeah, one hit wonder. Rovio doesn't know what to do now. Yeah, they're they're a one hit wonder is what it would be called in the yeah. music business. So yeah. uh, they've, they've been way. dying ever since then. Yep. Like yep. Said. Let's talk about the last story. Um, and this is another thing that Aroa brought up, but I'll, I'll mention it. Uh, I hate DRM, really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, As you should. It typically mm-hmm. screws over uh, game. It, it screws over the consumer more than it does, uh, you know, hurts pirates. Now, I yeah. won't let's. I won't talk about the Oculus right now. I want to just bring up a another point. There was a game. Uh, I think it was Rainbow Rainbow Six Vegas Two or something like that. And apparently that game was released on PC and it was released on direct to drive as well. Uh, oh, and, God. and oh, the, the, tra- I, yeah. the traditional idea with uh, DRM is, you know, you have the disc in, but if you download the game, it you've downloaded it. So you have the game and it has its own little file check. Well, they had a patch that they did that screwed over anyone who uh, who used direct to drive because it forced them to look for the disc. So uh, it yeah, tried it tried to look this. yeah it tried to look for the disc uh, for a game that they didn't have a disc for. So the do you remember how they fixed that? Do you, do you know how they fixed the the DRM issue? Didn't they like? Didn't they end up just using a crack? They went to yeah. They went to uh like a CD copy world or something like that. Downloaded the unofficial crack for it and put that yeah, in the their patch. CD. Yeah, and put that yeah, in their patch. in like an official release of uh, of a game. They just yeah. They just use the crack. Well, and they just uh, that's not the first time that's happened either. No, no. it's not. Uh, um, Rockstar did that for a lot of their older games that they released on Steam. Yeah, so um, I hate DRM. Uh, yep. and it, and the problem universally just a bad thing. Yeah. And the the problem with DRM is it all, almost always gets cracked, except for that new one with Just Cause Three that's supposed to be really good. Yeah, De Nuvo, which gets cracked with some games and not others. Yeah, yeah uh, it's because of the way it works because it actually 
it, it actually is that thing you were talking about earlier where it encrypts everything uh, yeah, and yeah. then has to decrypt it in real time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Oculus... I remember one of the Chinese, the big Chinese piracy groups actually came out and went, yep, we may never be able to beat this. Right. Yeah. And, and that's that's both good and bad. Like, I understand needing DRM to protect your games. Uh, but on the other hand, if the DRM hinders you from playing the game, uh, I don't yeah. really like that. Like with, I could see where it's decrypting all the time, it using up way more CPU than what it would do if you didn't have it all encrypted. Well, let me tell you, um, fucking, uh, what is it? The, the Lords of the Fallen, um, ran a lot shittier than it should have. <laughs> yeah. Lords of the Fallen had, I don't know if it was Oh. Oh. performance problems at launch and it was because of the drm so it, it was it was de novo um because yeah, i remember because i wanted it um but i wasn't going to pay for it and everyone mm. was like no nah, it uses this crazy new drm and nobody knew how to crack it and i don't think let me find out if it ever got a if it ever got released I don't know if it did actually. oh you need to learn how to start cracking stuff yeah i'm not a i'm not that good oh yeah there's uh it looks like, yeah, it did get cracked. And they did break it eventually. It was, it was ten months ago. Oh wow! Wow. The game came out like well over a year and a half ago or so. so. Yeah, yeah, twenty fourteen, I think even. So going on with DRM, apparently yeah. Oculus has DRM. Uh, I think we reported a while back. Uh, did, I, did we talk about it? The the Vive have being able to play Oculus game, Oculus Rift games on your Vive. I think we mentioned it. I maybe. I yeah. really don't know. Um well you're able to play Oculus Rift games on your Vive until they release well, Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that, but so well, they... and you kind of can again, but only certain games and and it wide open to piracy. Man, I love that you keep cutting out. Uh, <laughs> uh Rig. It's probably it's, not your fault. So. It's probably mm. not. Uh we'll 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 see. I might switch servers on Discord. Um because yeah. I do have it on the West Coast right now. So that mm, might might have something to do with it, but still. I don't think it sh it shouldn't. Uh no. the voice uh the so I'm uh, the let me try this. Um I had Discord set to automatically are you hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're hearing yep. you. Discord was set to automatically determine the input sensitivity for the voice thing, and I think it was maybe turning it up too high, so I just turned it to manual mode and turned it down a bit. Okay. That's, uh, some people on this Reddit post are saying that after they set it to manual, it, uh, it, it fixed helped. It. Yeah. But okay. it's definitely... We'll try uh, that. Let's try a, that and see what issue. happens. All right. Okay. Let's try that and see what happens. So... Uh, they're using what? What can you explain this a little bit, Oroa or Parallax? I don't care. Whoever. I I mean I kind of know. Basically, what happened was, um, so Oculus has if if you buy stuff from the Oculus Store specifically, um, there are checks in there in their system that will basically look and determine if you're running uh, running it on a Rift or not, uh, and will basically refuse to run it to run something you purchased from there if you're not using a rift uh, even if technically the the something like a vive would be compatible with it so, so as as always happens some rather ingenious developer came up with something called revive which was basically a game that allowed these things to work by basically telling your the oculus store that you had a rift plugged in even if you didn't um 
And uh, so that was allowing people, you still had to buy the games from the Oculus Rift store. So they were still getting, you know, their money from that sale, but you were able to run it on a Vive. And what Oculus recently did is they pushed out a software change to their store that uh, basically broke that uh, so that Revive didn't work anymore. And what the guy, I guess, as I understand it, did is he came up with a new version of Revive that uh, initially it only worked on Unreal games, Unreal Engine games, and then it uh, started to work on Unity games, and now I think it works on everything. But basically what it does is it's effectively the equivalent of a no-CD crack. It basically bypasses all of the checks that Oculus is doing in general. Rather than trying to fool them, it just goes past, like, basically skips past them entirely. The problem with this is in order to make this work, he had to disable the check in the store that also checks to see if you actually purchased the game. So it's basically opened the whole thing wide open to piracy. And he basically said, I didn't want to do this, uh, but, you know, this is what Oculus has forced on us in order to play their games on a Vive. Please don't pirate anything. But you, totally can. <laughs> but you so, so you can pirate stuff and have it work on your on your Vive. You can have it yep. work on the Vive, but at the same time, this same tool also allows you, even if you own a Rift, to pirate Rift games. Oh, good. good. So, so that's the problem, is that you can pirate games in general, regardless of the headset you own. And Oculus brought this on themselves. Yeah, well, they, they did by lo by locking this this stuff out. And the only thing that really annoys me about it more than anything else is the fact that everything that Oculus has done with this DRM is absolutely contradictory to everything they and Palmer Lucky in particular was saying, you know, months and months in, in advance of the Oculus launching, which is that, no, we don't want to lock anybody out. You know, the only way VR is ever going to get mainstream is if we all work together. You know, we, we want this to be a big you know, open ecosystem and yeah, these guys are our competitors, but they also kind of aren't, we're all in this together. And then they lock a bunch of shit down to their, to their headset for no good reason, a headset, which they're still having trouble getting in the hands of people who paid for it in advance. Yep. You know, it's just, it's the hypocrisy about it that bugs me more than anything. Like if you want to implement DRM in your store, I mean, whatever, because that's what Steam does, right? And, you know, right. the Vive works through Steam, and Steam is DRM as well. Like, let's not fool ourselves here. But the fact that if they wanted to do that from day one, I would have been like, well, you're doing what everyone else does, fine. But it's the fact that they specifically said that these kind of restrictions were antithetical to what Oculus was all about, and now they're totally doing them. It's just, And the fact that Palmer Lucky has been, frankly, a real dick about it to anyone who's called him out on that. Uh, he's been a real smarmy prick to anyone who's been calling him on on that hypocrisy, and yeah, that just that's what pisses me off. Okay, I just want to say you haven't cut out at all since you switched it. Okay, oh, yeah, good. yeah, you didn't. Yeah, um, yeah. the 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 big problem here, uh, barring you know the blatant hypocrisy, is that uh, previously they had the DRM checks without actually checking that you had the right headset attached. And with this oh. last big patch that ca that caused the the new uh, revive to, to be released that enables piracy, it, they they added that. So mm. previously they just had a DRM check where do you own the game, and there was a way for revive to just basically bypass the the whole do you have the right headset connected, and now yeah. there isn't, which means that. This is blatantly them going, you got to play this on a Rift. Fuck you, Revive. 
and yeah. that that's absolute bullshit. And that um, that's the thing that I don't like is 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 the fact that you know again if you if they wanted to do that from day one I think it's a dumb idea but it's their choice to make and if everyone was aware of that when they bought a rift then fine you know to a degree you're you know it's your own fault but the fact that they implemented this after a bunch of rifts were paid for and got into people's hands and all the times that Palmer Lucky has said this is the exact thing they wouldn't do that just that just pisses me off I mean I have. I still am not sold on VR yet, and if I do buy into it, it's going to be when it's been out for a while. But right now, if if I was if I for whatever reason was buying one tomorrow, it would absolutely be a Vive. I I uh, wouldn't even consider buying a Rift at this point. I would have gotten the Vive anyway, just because I think that it's objectively the better platform. But, yeah, me too. But it is but yeah. definitely yeah, definitely now just from the perspective of voting with my wallet yeah definitely would. i mean i have a friend who who is very much because his brother-in-law uh bought a an oculus dk2 so he got to play with one early on and he bit into the hype train uh for oculus big big time and he pre-ordered one he still has it pre-ordered he was one of the people who got fucked on their delivery date um and he still has it pre-ordered but the more he hears about this the more he's thinking of when he gets it just flipping it and buying a vibe <laughs> Yeah, like, it, I don't want to support a company that's going to basically lie to me. That's what you happened know? with. That's what happened with Payday. That's why we don't play Payday anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. why I stopped buying their DLC, and I'm not going to buy any other future games. Yeah, yeah. because and, Payday. And, the, and the, the thing is, right, is this is exactly the kind of stuff that everybody was scared about when they heard that Facebook was buying Oculus. That Lucky Palmer Lucky came out and said, "No, no, no, don't worry about it. I know it's Facebook, but trust me, you know they get it. They're letting us do things the way we want to do it. You know, we're not going to do any of this evil shit." Well, guess what? You know, mm. even while they're in the midst of a PR debacle because of how badly they screwed up the pre-order situation. They're still doing this. You know, there's barely anyone using their store already because there aren't enough friggin' rifts in the world and, and the software that's on the rift. Like the main reason I'm not buying into VR right now is I've been watching a lot of giant bombs, VR coverage, and most of the software that's out there right now for VR just looks bad. And you know, that's why I'm not buying into it. And now on top of that, they're, they're doing this at the same time. Like they just, they're just people who, people who clearly don't understand the people that they're selling to are shooting themselves in the foot. And yeah, Palmer lucky seems to be rather indignant over it, which I can't like, I just look at some of the statements he's made and I'm like, how can you not understand why people are upset? <laughs> right. I you know? am a, uh... I'm probably not going to get an Oculus Rift because I'm poor. That's well, that too. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I, I kind of want one, but on the other hand, I, I'm, I'm fine with my monitors. I'm fine with being able to just play video games and <clears throat> look at my monitor and be happy with that. So I well, might I, get. I one. mean, I'm. <laughs> what. I, I was gonna say I might get one later down the line, but right now there's no real need to get a VR a VR device. Like maybe when Star Citizen comes out, I was kind of hoping uh, I would have mm. had enough. I was kind of hoping I would have had enough money to play with uh, uh, No Man's Sky when that comes out. But you know, I don't really mind just not having it and having my 27 inch monitor in front of me. Yeah. So yeah. uh, that's kind of where I am right now too. I mean, if the software and the experiences get 
where they they need to get then yeah i'll probably get in at some point but by then you know the dust on which headset is better and everything will have settled and uh and uh yeah you know go from there but i don't know it, it is amazing to me how you know oculus was running away with with vr for the longest time they had almost all the mind share and you know, so close to their launch when they really need this to connect with people, the way they have so consistently just stuck their foot in their mouth is unbelievable. It's just like, I'm like, Facebook is a very large company that can afford all of the PR, you know, like, where are these people? <laughs> like, they need help with that. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, they they just, they're doing a really bad job. And meanwhile, Valve's not doing anything. And like they're winning yeah valve's just sitting back kind of like what sony did with the ps4 when microsoft initially had all that drm nonsense with the xbox one they're just sitting back and going yeah we're not doing that yeah that's all they have to do is just sit there and go we're not doing that and i, I mean they are they are having uh some difficulties with uh supply lines and whatnot uh same as as oculus but they i mean are, they're just but... they're just kind of rolling with that but they're not doing anything fucking shifty or no. or assholeish they're just you know they're they're having problems manufacturing this much hardware whenever it's it's pretty yeah. i mean i'd imagine pretty complicated hardware oh it's difficult stuff to make i'm sure yeah oh yeah and and i'm sure that oculus's reason for delaying the rift was probably valid like apparently the big problem was they were having real trouble getting the optics at the quality they needed which is fair you know and there's a way you can message that in a way that will minimize how much people get pissed off it's just not what they did right and uh yeah and the thing with the vive is the Vive is having supply chain problems, but in terms of the experience using it, it's exactly what Valve advertised it as, They and they haven't sprung any surprises on people. It works the way Valve told people it would work, and that's that. You know, it's, there. no, no one, it, 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 in that regard, it has met everyone's expectations. Yep. All right. So I don't know. I, I hope they get it. Yeah. Like I hope they get it sorted again. You know, we were talking before about competition in two party systems there, you know, and I don't want one brand to run away. If VR does take off, I don't want it to be one brand or even two brands that rules the entire roost, but. Oh, yeah, come on. They're... We have, we have Google VR. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what are you? We, we are you know fucking Star Breeze. The Payday people are technically working on something called Star VR that Acer of all people is going to be building. So I'm sure it's going to be top quality. Uh, you know, there, there's other stuff out there, but at the end of the day, when it all shakes out, you know, I don't want one brand or even two brands ruling the roost. I want more than one of these to succeed for real competition. And yeah, you know, Oculus at this point seems to be going out at you know and yeah, this public perception won't last forever. If they get their shit sorted and eventually get good content out on it, people will probably to a degree forget some of this stuff. But yeah, they, you know, the, the, this is the time when you've got to fire on all cylinders. If they want to have a prayer of this thing ever getting mainstream, which I'm still not convinced it will, uh, you know, they've, they've, and they're, they're just, they're just dropping the ball constantly. And yeah, they, I don't know. I hope they can get their shit together. Yeah, well, I'm I'm hoping that too. You know, we've been going on for an hour and twenty minutes. Oh, good lord! Uh, so let's let's wrap this up. Let's let's call it a day, and and mm -hmm. we'll we'll do our little whoring. So, if you want to follow Parallax Abstraction, you can find him multiple places. You can find him at if you just want his news updates and what videos he's getting, you can find him at at PXA Media, right? 
on Correct. Twitter. Correct, yes. Uh, you can also follow yeah. him, his personal Twitter, which is at PXAbstraction. Uh, you can follow yep. his YouTube, which is uh, PXAbstraction, right? Yeah, it's PX Abstraction for almost anything, and, uh, for and, almost anything else. And also, I think his Twitch is the same thing, PS, PX Abstraction. Correct, PX um, Abstraction, yeah. And, I, I stream, when I do stream, it's to both places, so. Yeah, and with Aroa, you can find him at Aroa on Twitter. You can find him at Aroa1337 on both Twitch and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't mess it up. Uh, you can find, I'm just hoping you don't change anything, because I'm like, it took me like, it, yeah, I mean, it's always going to be, it's always going to be one or the other. Like, yeah. if you want to know if I'm on a place, just look for one, and if it's not that, it's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with me, I'm always Reeton. You can find me uh, at Reeton on Twitter, at Re- or just Reeton on Twitch and YouTube. You can also find my website uh, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud or Google Play or iTunes. My website is uh, ReetonEntertainment.com. My YouTube is actually. It's getting a lot of views, but only one video. Uh, my Final Fantasy, <laughs> my Final that Fantasy happens. Eleven video is over three thousand views now. Nice. Uh, it's at three thousand fifty or something like that right now. Okay. Uh, That's all right. And there, there's a reason for that. Uh, it's because Final Fantasy is actually kind of in the news within the last couple months for them shuttering the the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox 360 versions of the game. And I kind of just happened to make a review like a month before that happened. So it kind of shot up right after, right after that. So I'm, I'm expecting that, that video to start going like the other videos, but where it's not a ton of views, but it's definitely helped me get into the triple digits in YouTube. I think I'm bringing home a dollar 50 next month. So, what? oh shit, <laughs> yeah, uh, Get that YouTube money exactly. I got YouTube money coming in. Uh, yeah, Aroa never posts anything to YouTube because he's bad. Hey, I'm actually, I edited a video a couple days ago and I actually got a really cool idea for a non gaming video that I legit think would be kind of neat to watch, and hey, that uh-huh. is, um, I'm, I'm going to archive uh, how to install uh, Mac OS 10 on a lenovo t420 that actually might that be, actually would be useful yeah yeah because yeah. i we have a ton of those at my work uh i actually am working on increasing my production a little bit i i've had a green screen for a while if you've if you watched my videos about three or four years ago i had a green screen and i used that uh and then i moved into a place that's really really tiny uh, lost my my camera. I lost the charger for my camera, and it wasn't a great camera anyway. So anyway, I uh, have recently I cleaned up my room and I put up my green screen, and then I was told that we might get kicked out of my house. So <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so I'm not gonna get kicked out. It's or like evicted or anything. The the market's coming back up, the housing market, and my landlord may end up putting the house on the market and selling the house. So I may end up mm. having to move out because of that. Just buy um, the house, bro. It's a hundred. It's probably going to be over $200,000. Buy the mm. house, bro. Uh, I'm only approved. For, I'm only approved for like a hundred thousand dollar loan. So no, uh, to get, get $200,000 loans. Go find one of them predatory <laughs> lenders. You'll be fine. Oh yeah. yeah. 17% interest rate. 
Just no. get Wait. like just get like a couple thousand uh, really small payday loans. <laughs> yes, there's I will, always a way. Four hundred four hundred dollar loans. Uh, just get just get a bunch of them. Just get a bunch yeah, of four hundred dollar loans. I'm sure that will work out in my favor, and I won't have to file for bankruptcy. Uh, so anyway, I thank you for listening to, uh, the Rena entertainment podcast. As I said earlier, we are on Google play now, so you can look up the, uh, I think it's just called written podcast for some reason. Uh, yeah, they, something they weird. didn't take the entertainment part. So it's just written podcast on Google play. Uh, you can find us on iTunes again, just search for written. You'll find the podcast, uh, or you can listen on SoundCloud, uh, you can just listen to or go to soundcloud.com, look up the Reaton Entertainment or Reaton, and you'll see my podcast. Or you can just listen on, uh, where where else? My Reaton Entertainment website, and uh, we have a link in there that's uh, reatonentertainment.com forward slash podcast that has all the podcasts, and you can just listen to all of them. And I thank you two for being here today. My pleasure. Yeah, that was that was a nice what, pause there. Uh, where, am I happy to be am here? What am I going to do with my time? Uh, yeah. Play Overwatch? I guess. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. See ya.